Ah, uh, good evening, traveler. And welcome to the penumbra. Take your seat, please. Take your seat. The junction lies just ahead, traveler. If you'll allow me just a moment. <laughs> well, next stop, Hyperion City. Somewhere down here lies the Free Dome, a promised paradise built by the greatest geniuses of the past. It is a patient place which has waited hundreds of years to be found. That wait ends today. Two PIs, the mayor, and a gangster for hire are on their way to this hidden treasure now. They know where it is, they know how to get there. But the Free Dome has waited hundreds of years to prepare for these visitors, and nobody knows what it will do when they find it. Our next stop... Juno Steel in the Promised Land. What the hell? Why is it so goddamn dark? Where am I? Heels, is that pilot? Thea, night vision mode. Thea? Don't try anything, Pereira. I'm armed and you're out of your element. Oh, Juno. I know we've grown apart, but far enough to shoot me? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Nureyev? Hmm? Nureyev? No, I don't think I recall that name. I move between monikers so quickly, it's difficult to remember them all. But... It's you. It's you, right? Peter Nureyev. I remember a heist about, let's say, a decade into my career. A bank job. I'd done everything necessary to get myself into their system as an armored hauler driver named Leon Prince. And all that was left was the handoff. Drive to the bank, show the paperwork, then drive away with all their money. They do the thieving for me. And it worked swimmingly until the man in charge of the transfer looked at the paperwork, looked at me, and said, Leon Prince, it's been years. Don't you remember me? From back in Guan Yu? What? Why, why does... Damn it, that sounds familiar, too. It seemed I had used the same alias eight years previous, on the other side of the galaxy. And I had completely forgotten both the name and the man I'd used as an alibi, apparently. It took so long to shake him, too. Ugh. I tell you, Juno, banks are more trouble than they're worth. They hardly keep anything on hand anyway. You didn't rob that bank. That case. I, I solved that case. Three years ago. That's why it seemed familiar. As familiar as I look, yes. And yet I don't recall ever meeting you before. You just said my name. I said a name. It was someone I thought you resembled, but... You couldn't possibly be him. You're just a has-been. A cyclops that thinks he's a private eye. The hell are you talking about? Whatever. Get your yucks out now, Nureyev, Who? because I'm not going to be a has-been for much longer, you hear me? I'm about to bust the mayor of this goddamn city, and once I get the stuff thereafter, life's never going to be the same again. Nobody's ever going to get hurt the way pilots trying to hurt them. I'm on to big things, Nureyev. It's all going to be worth it. It certainly seems that way. Just as you seem to be Juno Steele. And yet... Damn it, stop talking in riddles. I am Juno Steele. No, you aren't. I saw something in Juno Steele. Something impressive. 
and being that I myself am quite impressive, that makes him impressive too. But you? <laughs> You're a dog. What? No, even less dignified than that. A dog allows a collar only onto his neck, but you? You fashioned yours in your brain, and the leash runs out your eye. Stop it, Nureyev. I'm not certain how much clearer I can be about this. I am not Peter Nureyev. Of course you are. Knock it off. Juno, where are you? The... Subway. That pod on the way to the Freedome, trying to bag pilot in the piranha. And who is with you? You, obviously. Strong. I, I came down here with... Where the hell is Alessandra? This isn't the pod, is it? And it's not the Freedom, either. This is just... A dream. A dream. Ray, if I feel like I messed up. I can't decide. I, I just keep thinking about that night, and there was this second in the doorway, and it lasted so long, I feel like part of me is still there. This is I, all very sweet, dear detective, but we both know this isn't the time. I... 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 Shh. And this, I think, is where we part. Nureyev, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I just keep hurting people one after the other, and I just have to think it's all for something, you know? It's all going to be worth it, and I feel like I just keep digging myself deeper because the last time I got in this bad, that's when you... Shh, listen. Pull yourself together. You're about to step into that big, mean world, and you have to match its meanness if you want to survive. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I've only two suggestions before you go. And I want you to listen carefully now. First, in Polaris Park, nothing is as it seems. But I'm not in Polaris Park. And second, mind the cake on your way down. What? <laughs> Farewell, <laughs> Juno! And happy birthday! Happy birthday, little monsters. Just remember, Ben Zaiten, if you want to get mad at anyone... Ma's not where you should start. Some kids get to celebrate their birthdays. And what do we celebrate instead? That's right. We celebrate the day Juno ruined everything. The day he just handed our lives away because someone said, please. And why'd he do it? Because <laughs> your twin brother's about as smart as a sack of bricks that got hit over the head with another sack of bricks. <gasps> and we never Gino. let him Gino, come on. forget it. That's more like it. I can barely hear the game with all this goddamn screaming. Don't you have any manners, P.I.? So much noise when we're all locked in this little tube. You're the one with the gun on him. Then it sounds like he'd really better listen to me, doesn't it? <laughs> Doesn't anyone wear a watch anymore? What time is it? For the fourth time, I do. It's 2 a.m. 2 a.m. So we've been down here. That can't be right. Your watch is off. This is a thermonuclear timepiece, solar military issue. This wouldn't go off if you wore it into a black hole, McSmare. And I should know. I've done it. 2 a.m.? <laughs> 
collection day up there and I'm in some mobile coffin a hundred miles underground. For someone pissing and moaning about noise, you sure are making a lot of it, pilot. <sighs> Whatever. I'll still take the win. I gave them the Pereira School for future pilots. I gave them the Sparkhouse Stadium. I gave them jobs and parks and a police force worth a damn. And who knows how much else. I'll win. And meanwhile, bigger and better things. But don't think you're off the hook, buddy. You got us into this. You get to fix it. I did? You were just as antsy to get down here. Shut up. I don't care. Shut up. I just need you to fix this. Now. Hmm? <sighs> well, P.I., you've been pretty quiet since you woke up from that little nappy. Gets a gal to wondering what's rolling around in that thick skull of yours, see? What's rolling around in my skull, huh? <laughs> a lot, honestly. It's had a lot of time to roll. <sighs> Three days. It had been three days since we got on that stupid pod heading towards the Free Dome, and the doors sealed us in here as tight as sardines in a binder. Because Erin Marshall D'Arc, the founder of the Free Dome, her whole thing about safety, turns out she meant it. We found that out within the first five minutes of our ride three days ago when her message said this. For your safety, the pod doors will not open again until we arrive at the Free Dome. This patch of subterranean desert is a common breeding ground for undercrows, and until we find a way to redirect them peacefully, the only way to guarantee your survival is to cover you from all sides at all times and filter your air supply for their microscopic spawn. In rare cases, subterranean radiation can cause underground brain swell, and so the music you're hearing has been scientifically engineered to calm your nerves. It cannot be changed. Regular meals will be served that should cover all of your nutritional needs about your health, neighbor. Thank you. The regular meals looked like a mummy's instant breakfast. Ancient, all mold and sand and dust. Luckily for Pilot the Piranha and I, Strong came prepared for everything. As she proved within seconds of opening our first century-old meal when she took four rations out of that big backpack of hers. Look at you, big eyes. Got an answer for everything. Yeah, well, in general, I'd really rather not die. I have enough food in here for two people, two weeks. Two weeks? <laughs> Hope all that back strain's worth it to you, buddy. We're not going to be down here two weeks. Mm. Hey, that's actually not bad. Hand me another. We'll have to stretch them out. These aren't snacks, We're they're... not going to be down here for two weeks. So why don't you just give me another? Just give them another, Alessandra. They're not going to listen. Fine. What service? You want one? I think I'll wait. Suit yourself. Strong watched the two of them warily. The piranha tapping on a little radio in her ear. Pilot tapping a heel to Dark's awful music. They were too far away for her to reach before the lasers started flying, so instead she leaned over to me and whispered, Undercrows have been extinct for 300 years. I was about to whisper something back. Something like, Thanks for the bird fact. Or, What? When Pilot spat crumbs across the pot at us. Hey now, hey now. Mm. 
No need for secrets. Why don't you tell the whole class what you two troublemakers are thinking about, hmm? I was just telling him that I have some first aid supplies in here, too. I'd like to bandage the burn on his hand so it doesn't get infected. Hmm. He's no use to you if he's dead. That ain't true. If he's dead, you can cut him up into pieces easy. No struggle, and then use him on pressure plates or something. Let me rephrase that. The only reason I'm not coming over there and breaking both of your necks right now is that he's too hurt to outrun your laser. So if he dies, I'm no use to you, and then you've lost your insurance. <laughs> I like the confidence, I really do. You, go bandage him. Me? She'll tell you how to do it, and I don't like them next to one another. So from now on, I think you two spread out a little. And I'd better not see any more whispering. No secrets from the state, all right? <laughs> Strong didn't get another chance to tell me what she meant. And so that's been stuck in my head ever since. Why the hell did we care how long ago Undercrows died off? Extinct predators, spoiled food, the Thea shorting out on me again, a pod that had been moving for three days when you could drive across Mars in two, the Freedomers, long-dead voices on the intercom. You have to listen. I don't have time. I can't figure out how to delete these. I'm no good at this. Not like them. Please, go away. Just go... My name's Juno Steele. I'm a private eye, and right now I'm... Uh, pretty confused, honestly. But any, anyway, back to where we were. 2 a.m., uh, election day, the piranha was bored and looking for a chew toy, and there I was, ready for chomping. Shy, huh? You a little scared, P.I.? Maybe someone ought to hold your hand through this ah. tough time, see? <laughs> we'll have to disinfect and reapply again. I just woke up. You can't give a lady three seconds to collect himself. Some of us don't get to sleep. Some of us have been awake for three days, babysitting a couple nosy PIs who don't know how to mind their own business. Every one of my watches has been twice as long as yours, pilot. You've slept nearly six hours a night. I said some of us. I never said it was me. You lousy... <laughs> That's it! Another freedomer message. We must be there. Thank you for your patience, my new neighbors. We've built this pod with the greatest technology available to us, and we hope you've been impressed by the speed of your travel. You are nearly halfway across the surface of Mars. My car could have lapped this stupid planet twice by now. Shh! The freedom is close now. Once you pass through the hive of death millipedes, you'll be safe to get out. Just two short hours will arrive, two hours. and you'll be home at last. Come on, pilot. Two hours is nothing. You've waited 40 years for this. You're about to get there. You know you're about to get there. What's that? Yeah, sorry, Ma. But no. Grab onto something, neighbors. Or don't. <laughs> this is where you get off. Now start walking. The doors open for the first time in three days, and... Well, the place on the other side was pretty much where you'd assume something called a death millipede lived. It was an old underground tunnel, 
the walls pocked and spongy, stalactites dripping with something thick and silvery. People had built things down here, signs and lights and tracks, but the radiation had clearly done damage even this deep below the surface. Fixtures corroded, tracks like time had taken a blowtorch to them. For just a second, I had an image I couldn't shake of myself looking like one of those signs, melting and shapeless and burnt. I I tried to shake it out, but it was sticky, just like whatever the hell was clinging to those stalactites. All right, you heard spooky voice number two. And if you see one of them death millipedes Dark was talking about, you tell me, see? Been meaning to get some new decorations for the pad, and a monster head's my kind of style. Good luck with that. Death millipedes have been extinct for 200 years. Strong pointed two sharp eyes at mine. That was supposed to mean something, but... I didn't know what. Dark must have driven them out. Some people are born to do the impossible, like build a legendary city, or kill a species of deathless insects, or discover a legendary city and win an election on the same day. For example. You two, go ahead. I want a buffer just in case some big bug decides to grab a snack, see? Wow, it's dark down here. Does that map you stole say anything about this? It's a straight hallway. You don't need a map. Yeah, but if it says here there be nuclear dragons on it, that's info that might be helpful. It was a map of the subway system, and now we're way the hell away from the subway system. Guess you'll just have to be careful. So you're probably wondering why I stopped you out in these irradiated badlands with all the boogities and the boogities waiting to get you. I've got three answers for that. Answer one, it's none of your business. Two, my testing materials have got to last a long time. Forever, probably. And it'll help wear and tear if less of you make it to them. Three, it's still none of your goddamn business. Anyway, the tests. Listen, I know I'm pretty hard on the old lady, and that's not 100% fair. The whole freedom idea was hers, and so was the tech. She was pretty smart, for an idiot. But the management? Their whole thing is that the world's a train wreck, so you open up a new city and just let anybody who wants walk in. That's not a new world. That's not utopia. That's the old one. All over again. Just smaller. So you gotta be choosy. And that's what these tests are for, alright? Making sure we let the right ones in. Only the best, the brightest, the smartest for paradise. And everyone else rots in the belly of some undercrow. So turn back if you want. I'm not going to go easy on you. Marshal out. Extinct for 300 years. You just said 200. Why should I care how long ago a bunch of subterranean chickens died? You heard him. We're going the right way. Now find his testing facility. It was just a few minutes ahead of us. The Free Domer testing facility. A big lumpy bulge on top of two thin rusty legs. Like a bad wisdom tooth rotting in the gums of Mars. Marshal Dark had some words for us as soon as we stepped inside. Listen to this, Mel. I'm gonna tear your f***ing second. Whatever. 
second. What? I... I can't believe it. <laughs> We're here! <laughs> A secret laboratory of the Freedomers. We're here. I found it. Little pilot Pereira, flying around with her head in the clouds, grew up and found... this. Now move it. I've waited too long for this already. You heard the elected official, ladies. Move it. We started in a reception hall that didn't look prepared to receive anybody. There were portrait frames on the walls, but most of them were empty, and the ones that weren't just showed family photos. A mom and her son, the Darks, probably. The kid all grown up, moody, wild-eyed. The only full portrait in the room had the face scratched out, and they didn't look like Aaron or Marshall. There was a lot in here that didn't line up, is my point. I, I wanted to compare notes with Strong about it, but we weren't exactly about to get a private moment. So, uh, what was up with that weird recording from before? Didn't sound like interference to me. Practically sounded, I don't know, like different people. Yes, it's definitely not as simple as the stories make it out to be. (laughs) Incredible. We're here, and you're still trying to disprove this place? Sounds like someone's sensitive. Don't you care that this testing center looks unfinished? See, this is what I mean. Do you hear this, buddy? Huh? Uh, no, wasn't paying attention. Trying to catch the big game on my radio, what? (sighs) Never mind. I've known people like you two my entire life. People who would do mental backflips just to throw out the evidence right in front of them. And what is right in front of us, Mix Pereira? If you actually thought about it, you'd realize it would be more concerning if this testing center were perfect and polished. How about that? If the Darks spent all their time on the tests, they couldn't have spent that time on the dome tech. If this place is a little broken down, you know what that shows? Priorities. That's assuming there is dome tech. Of course there's. Alright, you made it. Test of charity. We're gonna come out swinging with this one, alright? You're gonna get a little gift if you complete it. Besides not dying, followed by a lifetime in paradise. I mean, I know. Marshall's so generous with you. So what is it? Let's find out. Show me what's behind door number the only door here. Dramatic reveal. Whoa. Whoa. Huh. It was... a dome. Basically. A shimmering circle of plasma hovering high above the surface, twisting and wriggling in the air like, uh... A a dome. 
you never go a day on Mars without seeing that shining plasma. Sure, you can drive across the planet, but even with a radiation-shielded car, those trips have to be fast. And if you go to look at the sky, you can't do it for more than a few hours before things start getting bad, like hallucinate and then fry your skin off kind of bad. So that means every morning, whether you're in Hyperion or Olympus Mons or Valles Marineris, when you look outside, you see a dome all around you. Sometimes just a tint on the blue in the clouds, but always there. It becomes a sky to you. And, and seeing one here, so far underground, it, it was like seeing a bubble of sky where sky didn't belong. This is it. The dome tech mom cooked up. Not the whole thing, obviously. Just a free sample, but still. Something worth fighting for, don't you think? So let's see how bad you want it. Marshall out. Out of my way. Hey, uh, pilot? Didn't we bring these two along to go ahead for us? This monitor has something written on it in their code. Give me the codex. Hey, you asked for it. Press here to begin the test of charity. Huh, I guess it did say charity. Yep, that's what they said. No, no, I mean charity. Because it's just a chair. Whatever. The monitor says something else now. Anyone who wishes to enter the free dome must be generous and give more of themselves than they can afford. So sit upon this chair of charity and give to us from your blood. Get it? Charity. Like a chair. Oh, it was funnier when I said it. Those RIVs in the armrests. Wonder how much I could get one of those things for. If your gift is adequate, you will be given the dome. If not, you get nothing. Marshal out. Keep your gun on them. I'm taking the test. What? Pilot, this is the whole reason we brought him along, ain't it? I'm not complaining. Yeah, I am good over here. If a test is all that's left between me and the dome tech, I'm taking the test. So just, just watch them. I'm strapping in. There. It's in. What's the monitor say now? There's a keypad, and above that, select how much blood you will give. Standard donation is about 350 milliliters. What? I give a lot of blood. I know that. You think I've been mayor this long without showing up to a few blood drives and pretending to donate? This isn't asking in milliliters. It's asking in liters. It wants you to give a liter of blood? Uh. Eh, probably more. Uh. How do you figure? Well, depending on size, an adult human body's got somewhere between 4.5 and 6 point squat liters of blood in it, see? That's just an average, though. Met a lady once who claimed to have 10, but I'm pretty sure she was full of it. Looking at you, pilot, I'm guessing you've got mm, 5.6, maybe 5.7 liters in you. You can lose about 35% of that before you croak, 40 if you're quick, so that means they could reasonably be looking for anywhere up to, uh... Let's say two liters or so. What? I take a lot of blood. Oh. There's a pretty big difference between 350 milliliters and two liters. Yeah, well, I ain't the one who got in the chair. (sighs) It must be all here for a reason. The old verificationist streams always talked about how only the smartest would find the freedom. This is a riddle. 
which means the clues are nearby. He didn't want to let in anyone who wasn't smart enough. All right, the old chair that steals your blood, Chestnut. I still have my gun on you, P.I. Take this seriously. So start examining the machine. Tell me what you see, and... What's that? Uh, pilot, the machine is... Uh... It's activated, but I didn't start it. <laughs> Don't just stand there. Do something. Give me a second. For what? I told you I'm listening to the big game, and it just got pretty dramatic, see? It's already taken a fourth of a liter. I want to hear the score. Whoa. Now! All right, all right, sheesh. Hey, you. Use that, uh, what's it called? Spectrum Cybernetic and scan this trap. And do it now, unless you want to get ventilated. What? How'd you know about my eye? Last time I beat you, you only had one. Now you got two. I always got good marks in math. You didn't just say Cybernetic. You said Spectrum. That's the brand. I'm sure when you lose as many pieces of face as she has, you learn a lot about prosthetics. Just do it! And if you give me the wrong information, P.I., I'll make you spill enough blood for all four of us. Do you understand? Sounds like I don't have a choice either way. Scanning electromagnetic frequencies. I'd done something like this before in the Fortezzo when I was scanning down the Proctor's test, but this one looked a little more... sophisticated. The tubing that came out of that thing was like a spider web, crisscrossed and twisted into a pattern so complex I could barely follow it. I tried to trace the line from Pilot's wrist down into the chair or the floor and lost it. From their wrist to the chair and lost it. My head was killing me. <sighs> I've already lost half a liter, P.I. Hurry it up. Then it hit me. The tubing was complicated, but the stuff inside it, not so much. Request received. Activating heat scanner. And then I saw it. Pilot's blood flowing down the piping into the floor below. It had already begun to collect inside a canister down there, and that was my clue. The canister was small, already half-filled, and if I strained, I swore I could just barely make out the writing on the side. One liter. Move it, P.I. It holds 1.5 liters. The thing can only hold 1.5 liters, pilot, so stop it there. Finally. You all right, Pereira? I'm fine. Of course I'm fine. <laughs> they wouldn't kill me. I've been studying them since I was in training heels. I know what they want. I'm who they're waiting for. <sighs> oh, come on, Dome. Come to pilot. Eh, too stingy, neighbor. Now get out! Big eyes. Bandage their arm. Now, see? Uh, right. You. P.I. Hey, listen, I told you exactly You think you I... can stop me, don't you? You think one dirty trick is gonna stop Pilot Pereira from getting to the Freedom? From getting what I've been working at for 40 years? <sighs> what do you know about real work? You got picked up by Ramsey's O'Flaherty. I could choke you with all the silver spoons you got crammed in your mouth. What? Wait, how, how did you You've know? You've been working for who? Of course I know who you work for. I know everyone who gets in my way. I don't care who you are. 
but I know you work for Ramses, and that makes you a threat. But I've dealt with bigger fish than you. I've been doing it since I was ten years old. The first time I caught one of those verificationist streams. A dream, they called it. Kid stuff. But I knew. I knew a city that could take everything from you in a second couldn't be all there was. That there had to be something better. That's... sweet? And I knew I was going to find that best place. And I was going to sell it to the highest bidder. And nobody could ever take anything from me ever again. Less sweet. Listen, Pilot, I'm not going to say I'm on your side, because I'm definitely, like, the opposite of that. But it's not like I had anything... Have you been listening to a word I've said? You got in my way. Now I use you. Squeeze every last drop I can get out of you. And then, you die on pilot's time. <laughs> you. Put him in the chair. What? <laughs> now you're talking my language. Come here, P.I. You don't touch him or I'll- Or you'll nothing. You're going to keep bandaging me, and that's all you're going to do unless you want the inside of your skull to know what a laser feels like. What are you waiting for? I want you to strap him in and tell that thing to take as much blood as it wants. Take all of it. Take more. You heard the mayor. Let's strap you in, eh? <coughs> there we Let go. Let me go, damn it. Let me... Wow, you're strong. Stop squirming or I kill her. And it'll be all your fault. <laughs> and I know you can't stand that thought, can you? That's why you're working for Ramses. Idealist suckers always run in packs. <laughs> Buddy. Buddy, it wasn't that funny. Oh, I think you're selling yourself short, Pilot. Just activate the chair already. You got it. Let's see here. How's about a little exam, see? Let's call it Biology 101. What? What did you say? How many liters of blood does the human body got? Is the answer A, one liter? Ah! Knock it off. What are you trying to pull? B... Two liters. C, 2.5 liters. That's more like it. Or D, all of the above. God damn it, this is cruel. I know. You know, I've had plenty of times where I wanted to go out exactly like this. Fighting some big evil, burning up in a blaze of glory. Hell, I tried to pull it seven months ago, even if it didn't take. So I was used to the feeling that was supposed to come next. Resignation. The thought that, hell, what's it matter? You can't know you're dead if you're dead. You can't know the world's gone to hell either. You can't tell anything, and there's peace in that. But not this time. This time I didn't hear that voice telling me it'd all be easier if I just let it happen. Instead, I got pissed. Scanning potential escape routes. I was mad. Real mad. At the Piranha, at Pilot, at Marshal D'Arc, at Peter Nureyev, at death itself. And I wasn't going to die this angry. I wasn't. The Piranha knew something she wasn't telling me, and she was loving it, and I couldn't die until I knew what it was. 
Strong was stuck with these two maniacs, and I couldn't die until we'd done our work together. Ramses was still up there, campaigning his old heart out, and I couldn't die until I saw the city he'd build. And Sarah Steele was in her coffin and in my blood, and I couldn't die until I proved to everyone that I was better than her. Caution. Blood loss detected at critical levels. Recommended course of action. Give up. What? Control. Temporarily. To the Thea spectrum. I was woozy. The world was going gray. I strained against the armrest, looked everywhere I could for some kind of way out, but I was stuck. User permissions needed to enact escape protocol with highest chance of success. Do I have your permission, user Juno Steele? You've got whatever permission you want, just don't let me die. Muttering to himself. Blood leaves the brain first, see? Permissions received. Enacting escape protocol. For your safety, user muscular control has been temporarily deactivated. There was an electric pulse spreading from my eye socket, and suddenly I couldn't move. I was breathing, my heart was beating, I could still feel everything, but my arms and legs were locked in place, stiff as wood. Increasing blood flow to source of blood loss. Accelerating heart rate. Do not relax. I felt like I was spinning into a whirlpool, getting flushed down some great celestial toilet. I strained as hard as I could, but I couldn't fight my own muscles. I was frozen from the inside out. My vision began to fade. Good night, buddy. You're a real hero. <laughs> do not relax. I repeat, do not relax. I didn't want to die. I still had things to do. I'd hurt too many people, and I hadn't done enough good to justify it yet. I didn't want to die. And then somewhere in the distance, I heard this. What? Congratulations. You're a very generous idiot. Here's the dome. like you're gonna bite the big one, show yourself out, alright? We're already behind schedule without cleaning up your carcass. Marshal out. Just where do you think you're going? To check if he's alive. The human body wasn't exactly built for high-speed dialysis. You can check in a minute. Help me up. He just lost nearly half his blood. Help me up now, or I'll make it stay lost. Fine. <clears throat> Good. Now bring me to him. I want that. My head swam. I felt the machine pumping warmth into me. I felt another pulse from my eye socket. User muscle control reactivated. Thank you for using the Thea Spectrum. That's more like it. I think this day is finally turning around. (sighs) The dome... It's in my hands. I always knew it would be one day. And now... (laughs) Strong pulled out her bandages and leaned into me. When the machine finished recycling my blood, she started wrapping cloth around my arm. And when she leaned in close enough, she whispered, I'm proud of you, Steel. Why? You didn't die. You didn't let go. And that's the hardest thing there is. Nice work, P.I. What was that? 
Under crows. Why? Shh. We probably only have a second before they catch on. Each of the darks said they saw something that was extinct before they were born. I don't hold much stock in signs that say beware of dinosaur either. But why? You know what being under all this radioactive sand too long does to you? Drives you crazy. Makes you see things. The dome's real. Pilot's got it. Pilot's got something. But nothing down here's been that easy. And I don't know, Juno, if they were hallucinating these extinct predators, how long were they down here for? And what else did they hallucinate? I looked over her shoulder at Pilot, glowing like a demigod in the light of that dome, and suddenly I got it stuck in my head again. In Polaris Park, nothing is as it seems. That thought made my skin crawl, because every person Juno Steele has ever been, the P.I., the cop, the punk who asked too many questions, they've always been about figuring out what things really are. Pulling off the mask and seeing the face underneath, but here... In this lost city beneath the sands, this secret tech, this runaway mayor and their gangster, I felt like I'd been pulling off masks for months and I still didn't know if I was at the face yet. Just gotta keep pulling, I thought. We're close now. Close to what had to be the end. And I was gonna see the truth of this mystery if it killed me. If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash thepenumbrapodcast. If you support us on Patreon at a $10 level or higher, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one, from actors Joshua Elon, Kat Buckingham, and Simon Moody, and co-creator Sophie King. Looking back... I did not put enough weight on that cartoon that I hadn't been aware of. My, I wasn't involved with the writing of this, so my biggest regret for this episode is that his nickname isn't Bent. Bent oh. Steel. Oh. That's what I want. Oh, come on. What? Nobody else is thinking? That's so good. Uh, and we get to learn one more thing about Ben that we didn't get to know before. He's a Taurus. <laughs> yeah. And so is Juno, because they're twins. And they're twins. You can also support The Penumbra by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter at The Penumbra Pod, following us on Tumblr at The Penumbra Podcast, telling your friends about us, telling your friends to tell their friends about us, and especially by rating and reviewing our podcast on iTunes. Every rating, comment, and kind word spreads our stories further and inspires us to keep creating more and better tales to come. We would like to give special thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Vron, Charlie Spiegel, Menchowski, Jamie Gunter, and the Princess and the Scrivener for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale, Juno Steele in the Promised Land, was told by the following people. Joshua Elon as Juno Steele, Kat Buckingham as Alessandra Strong, Simon Moody as Mayor Pilot Pereira, Sophie Kaner as the Piranha, Noah Symes as Peter Nureyev, and Kiki Samko as Sarah Steele. This tale also featured Lauren Shippen of the Bright Sessions as Aaron Marshall d'Arc, 
Zach Valenti of Wolf 359 as Marshall Aaron Dark, and Rich Wentworth of Hadron Gospel Hour as the mysterious voice in the walls. On staff at the Penumbra, Kevin Vibert is our lead writer and recording engineer. Sophie Kaner is our director and sound designer. Graham Turner is our script editor. Noah Symes is our production manager. Alice Chung is our designer and financial manager. Kat Buckingham is our publicity director. Original music by Ryan Vibert. Promotional art by Michaela Buckley. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert. I'm afraid this is the end of the line for today, dear traveler. We hope you will ride with the Penumbra again soon. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.